0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hello and welcome to this midweek special of the From the Finney podcast with just me, Jake. This week has been a special week at From the Finney, and know before you think it I'm not just going to harp on about the website, this isn't about that. However, I was invited down to the club's new training ground on Monday, I had a tour and the chance to speak with Peter Ridsdale. First of all, I'd just like to thank Hannah at the club for the invite and for sorting everything out. Ben for the tour of the training ground and of course Peter for his time in between recording with local news and Sky Sports. We have a piece of content that's live on the website now with quotes from the interview and a few bits about the training ground and some pictures and the URL for the website is www.fromthefinney.co.uk and yeah enjoy this brief midweek special episode of the From The Finny podcast with myself and Peter Ridsdale. Thank you very much, Peter. Much appreciated. First of all, just want to get, I know you've spoken about it already, but just want to get your thoughts on obviously the proposals from the Premier League and everything around that and how it might affect a club like North End if you think it could affect a club like North End at all.
0: Well, the first of which is I'm not quite sure whose proposals they are because clearly um, they appeared to be leaked yesterday and we've been reacting to what we've read since then. Um, there are two parts to it. The first of which is we have been saying for some time that we thought that the distribution model between what money is going into the Premier League and that which is flowing through to the Football League needed restructuring. And it would appear from what I've read that that's exactly what is being proposed. From a broader perspective in football, I think the uh, voting structure changes in the Premier League are surprising. Um, because I was around when the founder members agreement was signed in 1992, which guaranteed one club one vote. Um, so I would have thought that if there are any elements that need revisiting, it would be those. But we're not the Premier League, so that's not up to us to revisit. Yeah. Um, to the degree to which the proposals directly affect us, I think we welcome them because uh, it would appear to me that it links us to the Premier League media um, arrangements which um, links 25% of the Premier League revenue to the Football League um, and that would give us substantial increases in funding to that which we've had in the past and um, given that one where one of the clubs people have talked about salary caps etc where one of the clubs that currently don't spend up to what was proposed as a salary cap in the championship yeah Um, I think that can only positively help us, not negatively affect us. Yeah. So, I say, there's always elements of anything that's proposed that um, you would want to look at. You're never 100% happy with everything. But I think, in the main, those that directly affect us today, we're we're happy with. And, as I say, the only elements that I would expect to be revisited would be the Premier League voting model. But, again... I'm not sure whose document it is, who's agreed it, who's not agreed it, and who's proposing it.
1: Yeah, like you said, it's it's leaked, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. So, what what are your thoughts on the government's plans to sort of allow fans to attend football stadiums in hospitality, but not in the actual stadium, and to pull the curtains down and not have fans watch the game, but watch it on a TV?
0: We had an internal meeting on that this morning, uh, and I am surprised and disappointed. Uh, I see that I'm not... Medically qualified, but um, from that which we have learned through this pandemic, I would have thought it's safer to have people in the stadiums socially distanced than having people in hospitality suites. Yeah, and therefore I would be seeking clarification understanding as to why they're suggesting we have people in, in lounges and not in the stands. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me, so we would be encouraging. Uh, as much debate about returns to stadiums, albeit with limited crowds. Yeah. Um, you know, we were at Norwich when they had a thousand in a few weeks ago. Appeared to me to work very well, um, and I am bemused by the fact that internal rooms seem okay and external in the fresh air don't. With everything yeah. you read suggests just the opposite.
1: Well, yeah, and there's been I think there's been theaters in London. I think the London Palladium this weekend was s- somewhat full. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it baffles me. Last time you're on the podcast, you I think you admitted something along the lines that the season ticket announcement you felt was rushed, and maybe that you'd made a mistake in sticking to your own deadline that you'd set. And given how well it was received when you made the follow-up announcement, if you will, with the three options for the fans, do you look back and think if you'd have sort of done that the other way around, it might have worked out a little bit better in terms of Finances, obviously I don't know what the finances are in terms of what season tickets were sold, but do you think had it happened the other way around it might have proven better?
0: When we... I admitted at the time that I thought that had we spent a bit more time rather than just hitting deadlines that I'd imposed on myself, we might have done it slightly better. Yeah. To be frank, when we were looking at refund policy, etc., we were assuming that we would start with supporters and... Then the question was how far would we have gone before it was halted or, you know, we couldn't have fans in. Yeah. So we were looking at a potential second interruption, not a, a non-starter. Yeah. Um, uh, so our surprise, our surprise is we held back as long as we could before we announced season ticket sales, believing that the government had given the go-ahead from 1st of October. mm mm-hmm. um, That quickly transpired into something that wasn't going to happen. And I'd like to think our response then was... Sensible, thought through, and the reaction from our supporters would suggest we got it right. I think the important thing in life is nobody gets it right all the time. What you yeah. have to do is, if you get it wrong, say we got it wrong, and try and do better next time. Yeah, it takes. And I think we've done it better next time.
1: Yeah, it takes a. Uh, I was. I don't know what the saying is exactly, but
0: someone with a pair
1: of balls to stand up and hold their hands up when they've made a mistake and think the response kind of does that. And and I well, think uh, and I think the the fan reaction. Like you said, overly overly positive.
0: Well, the fan reaction has been outstanding. Um, something approaching 60% of supporters have decided to leave the money for next year, despite the fact we got criticised for saying we weren't giving you refunds. Yeah. And um, it's a relatively small percentage that have asked for refunds. So I think it does a number of things. One is I'm very grateful to our supporters because it helps us. Yeah. Um, and that suggests that they, like we, care about the club and its financial health. Um, but I'd also like to think that they realise that if we get it wrong we just say okay we got it wrong thank you and we'll listen and we'll do it better next time
1: yeah no fair enough um, just on the fans obviously they love transfers and contracts and all that sort of stuff I think I don't think it was with us but I think the interview you did with Radio at Lancashire you said that there was a few players that were as good as signed is there any, any movement on any of that
0: when, when we started in the um somewhere I think I can't remember in my head but let's say 18 or something that had a year to go and I think we've got uh, another two or three to announce shortly Um, uh, but have not yet made any breakthrough with what people perceive as the big four Yeah, Um, but we have done a lot of contracts I think the thing about football that frustrates me is um, supporters appear to think that going out and signing somebody who's um, unproven to us um, and a risk to us is a better bet than keeping what you've already got that you know works and works in your system. Yeah, know how they do. Because when you're signing a player, it's not is the player any good, because if they weren't any good, you wouldn't sign them. It's do they fit into your football club? Yeah. Do, do they have the dynamics with the rest of the squad? And the fact that um, clubs with stability are more likely to be successful means what you don't want to do is have to restructure the team every season. So we've come through this summer with um all our squad intact we've added um emil uh, reese jacobson from denmark um in january we brought in scott sinclair who as you saw the other weeks knows where the goal is Um, all the time within our means we try and improve the team and improving the team sometimes keeping what you've got and then adding to it Um, i don't advocate massive changes every summer The other thing as well, of course, is we've got a 25-man squad this season. Yeah. And sometimes you need people to want the players you don't want if you're going to have to refresh anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's an interesting market. I'm happy with where we are. I'm happy that um, uh, Scott, who we brought in in January, is now showing why we brought him in. I'm happy, more than happy, with the fact we managed to secure Emil, particularly for those who thought that my map didn't go beyond the shores of Great yeah. Britain um, I didn't know where overseas was uh, so I, th- I think you know if, if you actually look at us as a football club we've just come through a pandemic with a new training facility with a stable squad uh, with adding where we needed to add paying all our players playing our creditors, and we know we've got cash to get through you know longer than most um, I think every Preston North End supporter should be proud to support Preston North End in those circumstances and I think there's, you know, I talk to our colleagues in the championship. There's a number not sleeping at nights because they're sweating on being able to pay the wage bill. Yeah, we're sitting here sweating on whether we can beat Cardiff on Sunday.
1: Mm. Where just on that, where where do the clubs stand? Where they've to ask players to take deferrals, but then they go and sign another player without, presumably, having made those deferred payments back.
0: Well, look, we we raised with the Football League two two things. First of all. We believed that if you had wage deferrals, you shouldn't be adding to the yeah. wage bill until you pay the players what you owe yeah. them. And we also believed that um, if you haven't paid the HMRC bill, you shouldn't be signing players. Yeah. Um, because there are so many who fit into those categories, we couldn't get a vote through. So they're just carrying on regardless. Right. Now, at some point... It's going to implode. will catch up on. Yeah. Um... I learned very quickly during this process that you can do one of two things, you can either worry about what everybody else is doing or worry about yourselves and I reminded myself that my job is to work for Mr Hemmings, to do the best I can for Preston North End and not worry about everybody else, Yeah. so that's what we're doing.
1: Uh, obviously a week's a long time in football, where do you think we'll be come the end of this week in terms of any players leaving or anyone coming in? Um,
0: I've no idea. Uh, Friday at 5 o'clock um, is the deadline I could sit here now and say nobody's going and tomorrow i got a phone call and you say yeah. I could sit here and say something completely different that I might expect somebody to go and then nobody rings me yeah. um, I've literally no idea all I can tell you is I've had interest in two of our players uh, in this window and both were rejected as derisory offers and on both occasions, it was a number of weeks ago. Yeah. And I've had no contact since, since. having said that. We all know that um, TV love to have a dramatic last day, deadline day for a reason. And that is some people remarkably wait until the last minute before the ring Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what to expect. Um, if we um, get to a situation where we do get... Um, or bids for any of our players. We will deal with it at the time and do what we think is right for the football club.
1: Yeah. On the contrary to that, are we looking at
0: adding? No, we've got a 25-man squad. We've got 25 players at the moment. Yeah. Um, And um, it would be wrong and a nonsense for to have players here who are being paid, but we had to tell them there's no chance of playing because we got more than 25 players.
1: Last one then. Where does... Def's place rank for you in terms of achievements while you've been here because it's quite 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 the setup.
0: Well, look it's not a personal achievement is it I mean this is no but obviously you've, um,
1: you've played a part in it haven't you
0: the, 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 the reality is that I work for Mr Ammons and my job is to do the best for the football club um, and on any day of the week we're spinning a whole number of plates Yeah. and this opportunity came our way um, I spoke to the boss about the opportunity and the cash and despite the fact we're in the middle of a pandemic uh, he didn't hesitate and realized the asset value of a facility like this versus what we could acquire it for yeah he then made sure that we didn't just take it as it was but we made it ours in terms of branding spend and making it look right um and this is unrecognizable from i can't remember i've lost the track of time four weeks ago when we said we would buy it unrecognizable yeah and I think this is a ten million facility if we were to acquire it and build it, which we bought for a fraction of the price we we obviously paid for it and then spent money um making it right and proper for us to to um, come into um I'm excited by it I'm very pleased with it I'm pleased with the part that I've been able to play in it, but I'm just it's a small part yeah um and I think that everybody at this football club will come here with. A joy to come to work because it's fantastic, and I'm sure the players will.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, impressive. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Appreciate it.